Uh, what's up, Magic fans? It's Mikey here. Uh, welcome to episode six of Penny for Your Thoughts. Uh, it's been it's been a positive week, I think, overall. Uh, joined by Paul and Geraint as usual. Uh, Paul, how are you, mate? Very well, thank you. Yeah, all good here, mate. All good. Little tired from staying up and watching, but hey, such is the life of a UK See, basketball fan. You should do what I do and go to bed and watch it in the morning, fresh as the daisy. <laughs> G, no, you no. good? You need the live interaction. <laughs> yeah, I'm good, thank you, mate. A bit like Paul, a little bit weary this morning, but um, it's got to be done. We've got to stay up. It's the playoffs. Are we, uh, are we feeling positive after two games? For the week, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, if we'd, if we'd have said at the beginning of the week we'd win one of them um, and then played rather well in the second, other than the shooting, yeah. you'd have taken it. So it's now a five-game series. I'm, I'm with you there. Um, if at the end of two, we'd have known that we could be one-on-one, one, we'd have jumped at it. We'd have snatched the hands off, especially with such a positive performance as it was from uh, game one. I know we're going to talk about last night. Um, yeah, there were downsides and there were plus sides. But overall, that week, yeah, I can't complain. Can't complain. So what we'll do, we'll review games one and two before we look ahead to games three and four this weekend. Uh, so game one was on Tuesday. Uh, the Magic were without Aaron Gordon and MCW. Um, I think shocked everybody, including me and Paul. Geraint already had us down with a, with a W. <laughs> so the Magic won 122 to 110. Uh, Vooch had 35 points, 14 rebounds and four assists. Um, G, do you want to kick us off? What did you think to Tuesday's win in game one? Yeah, it was superb. Um, couldn't have asked for any more. Uh, we were texting each other in the first quarter, just commending the defence, uh, the hustle, just bodies diving on the floor uh, to pick up loose balls. Shots were dropping after the first three minutes when Milwaukee you know, scored eight, I think, eight quick ones. Um but every time Milwaukee uh, countered and sort of pegged back our lead, uh, we'd go on and extend it. And, you know, we had a cushion most of the way, um, which, which is always good. Um, you know what it's like. I think they got to be within one. And uh, we always say it. If that happens normally, the Magic's head drop. Um, and then we see the other team overtake us and then we're playing catch up again. So it was good to see uh, the guys were focused and, you know, ready for playoff basketball. So, no, altogether, an absolutely superb performance. Um, and, you know, 1-0. Cool. Energy, discipline and determination, mate. That's what that performance was, game one. Uh, we choked Giannis off at every opportunity. Forced him to give the ball up. Um it wasn't just Yarnie, so that we met with strength and aggression on the defence. It was every single member of that team that, that every time they tried to score, we met them with aggression. Uh, we threw their offensive game completely. And on the defensive end, because we were hitting threes and it was created, we were creating space in the paint, it, it, it took away their defensive game. They had to adapt to us. Um, 
you know, it was something that they didn't expect. Um, something that certainly I don't think we expected us to play as well as we did as a team. We, none of us expected anything other than fight from the Magic, particularly in game one. And that's exactly what happened. We saw Vooch throw in a performance that was beyond anything we could have expected to see from him. Um, you and I, when Mikey, when we went on Instagram Live after the game, did say that something that David Steele had said, that Vooch would be able to pull Robin uh, Brooke Lopez about all over the floor, actually happened. Um, we got the, we were shooting threes, the ball was going in, and as such, the team confidence looked good. Markel had a cracking first taste of playoff basketball. Uh, DJ, with his 11 points and his 11 assists, pulled the strings for the second unit. What more could we have wanted? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the biggest thing that we all took away from that was the way we responded, especially when they cut that lead down to one. Yep. That's something we yep. haven't seen a lot this season, isn't it? Um, game one oh, was right. very, it was a complete contrast, really, to last night, wasn't it? When we were down by, well, we got down big, didn't we, in game two? So let's let's move on to that. Let's move on to game two. So we were uh, we had a thirteen point first quarter, uh, shooting on twelve. That was exciting, wasn't it? <laughs> and twelve uh, percent shooting. Twelve percent shooting. So we we dug ourselves a huge hole just to start the game, didn't we? Um, trail by twenty one at the half. Um, again, Vooch in elite company, isn't he? In magic history, back-to-back 30-point playoff games. He joins uh, Shaq, Penny, T-Mac and Dwight. Um, Paul, do you want to give us your thoughts on last night first? Right. The one interesting little stat that, as you know, is I've been doing these previews and whatever. When the four games that we had, in the regular season, they held us to 37, 38% shooting. Last night, taking holding us to 34% shooting, you knew exactly where it was going. The, the, their defence stood up to us last night. Um, they'd come out with having been given a bloody nose in game one. They came out determined to send a message on both ends of that floor. Uh, I don't necessarily think it's that we didn't play particularly well. I think it's more a case of they played their game. They controlled both ends of the floor. Um, I think that we never looked comfortable shooting from very, very early on. I think I messaged G early on, probably about three, four minutes in, and said that everything that we were doing on the offensive end looked rushed and panicked. Yeah. Uh, and once we all know that once that once the shot isn't falling in that first quarter, it starts to get in our heads, and that unfortunately carried on through the game. Um, the free throw line kept us in it. The free 20, throw line kept us in it. Twenty-seven of thirty-one in the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, at that point, I know that there's various players that took a bit of criticism for the performance, but at that point, 
bits and bobs that DJ were doing kept us in it because he was one who was getting to the free throw line. He was mm. getting those opportunities by, you know, whether you want to say he's drawing contact or whether he's getting fouled, whichever way around you want to look at it. He was getting us a few points. It just kept the scoreboard ticking over. Um, we came out for the third, started to pick up, and they, they came, the books came again. But we never gave up. The team never gave up. And towards, what, four, five, three, four minutes of the fourth left? I think we yeah. got it down to eight points. Yeah. Yeah. And we had a couple of good opportunities to reduce it further, but we came up with empty possessions. Um, we didn't give up and we kept we kept their starters on to the very end. There were no throwaway minutes. They had to play to the end to win. So, you know what? We can't criticise over much the effort. We can't criticise the determination. All you can criticise is the level of shooting. It'd be interesting to see G's thoughts as well, because you guys watched the game live. I watched it this morning, so mm. I knew I wasn't reacting to what was going on live. Um, I'll let G go on, and then I'll give you my thoughts afterwards. Yeah, okay. Um, much like what Paul said, couldn't fault the effort. Um, the defence was there. Um you could see that Budenholzer had uh, made some adjustments. Uh, you could sense that Milwaukee were trying harder um, and had gone to the film room, um, seen what we'd done and sort of put some plays in there to, to counter it. Um, but like we said, it, it came down to the shooting. I just had a little look at the box score and between Terence Ross, Fournier, DJ Augustine, Wasiwundu and Gary Clark, they went nine of 43. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we lose by 15. You make three, four, five, three balls, you know, a couple of twos here and there. And that's a competitive game. Yeah. Um, I mean, we lost the three, three point game 15 to seven. Again, like I said, three, four, five more threes. And, you know, it, it's going down to the wire. Um, Paul's picked up on the free throws, keeping us in. Uh, happy that we're shooting a good percentage again at 87%, um, which is not something we've been doing in the regular season, let's be honest. Um, they beat us on the board 65 to 48, but I think that's a bit of a red herring because if we shoot as bad as we did, was it 34%, did you say, Paul? Then yeah, obviously yeah. the, def the defensive team's going to pick up those rebounds. Um, I'd have liked to see us crash the boards a little bit more. It did feel a little bit like, right, the shot's gone up, just retreat. And I get the fact you know you want to yeah, sort the transition defense, but you you can score a couple of easy baskets if you crash the board. We've seen James Ennis do it in game one, so just like to see that a little bit more. Um, but interestingly, the points in the paint is another aspect we lost last night, forty-two to twenty-four. Yeah. So in game one, we scored thirty-eight to their forty-two, um, and that. I think freed up the three ball a lot more. Um, you know, you help defenders, etc. You kick out, uh, pick and pop with Vooch. Um, so they're the key um, reasons I think we lost. Um, but all in all, couldn't fault it. Vucevic is playing like an all star. Um, we've seen flashes from a couple of players, Markel Fultz, 
Um, a little disappointed with one or two players, which I'm sure we'll come to shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, but all in all, 1-1, you'll take it. And we had a chance to win if we'd just shot a little bit better. So it'll be interesting to see what adjustments are made now for Game 3. Okay. I, I don't know what you guys think, but I don't think there's a huge difference between us being in the game last night and us losing it. Obviously, the main thing is putting the ball in the hoop, isn't it? But yeah. if you look at the offensive end, the Bucks obviously turned up the, the heat defensively, didn't they? Like Paul already touched on, G said it as well. We got rushed and hurried into shots. We were forced into not being able to attack the basket. We were having to pull up and force jumpers and little floaters and that. And it never really felt natural. Um, I felt like some of the three attempts weren't bad attempts. I don't feel like we were getting... I still feel like we were getting some of the looks that we got on Tuesday last yeah. night. I don't right, really yeah. feel like the shots were that different. Again, I think we were just, they were just playing that little bit faster and we weren't in a, we weren't playing at the level, we weren't playing at a tempo we wanted to play at. Um, defensively, I think we did a good job, to be honest. Um, I think the problem is you don't make shots. You're scrambling back on D. You haven't got time to set up your half court have you? And then you're basically turning around and waiting for Yanis to run down your throat and you're reacting to that. Um, Again, I know we got out-rebounded quite heavily, but there was a lot of offensive rebounds. I know there was a couple Yanis had two or three attempts at different uh, buckets. Um, Which miscues some of the figures, to be honest. Of course it does. Um, And you only need a couple of those shots to go in and all of a sudden you can set your defence better. And you look, you look more organised. Um, I don't know what you guys think going into game three, but I wonder whether part of the one of the keys to us possibly beating the Bucks again is whether we can get Yanis into foul trouble because he had three last night in the first half or early in the yeah. third quarter. I don't feel like we attacked him enough. I know we got Middleton into foul trouble, but I feel like Yanis is going to be the key, isn't he, to to the Bucks playing well. If you can take Yanis out of the game, then you give yourself a better chance. He's going to get his numbers whilst he's on the floor, isn't he? Um, but I, I just wonder whether... I know we got them into foul trouble. We had 30, 31 attempts at the line last night. But I just wonder whether there's a way we could attack Yanis in a little... In, in a different way and maybe put a bit of pressure on him defensively. Because if he comes off the floor, then it's a different game. Mate, but also off- offensively, because the, the wall we've been putting up, he's really struggling with it. Really, really struggling with it. How many offensive fouls he had yesterday? I think three at least. Could have been more, you know, if the officials actually blew their whistles. Um, but that's been superb. Um, just picking back at what you said about the three-point shooting, Pat Connaughton, I think he made four mm-hmm. or five last five. night. The game, yep. game before, he made, I think, one out of six. Mm-hmm. So there's nearly a 15-point swing, and then one of our guys doesn't shoot, you know, like they did. Your, your Clarks, your Wondos, your Fourniers, or your Ross makes a couple more. It's ball game again. Um, sorry, Paul, you were going to say something. No, it's okay. It's all right, mate. Um, I was going to say that in game one, I thought we played Giannis with with that more aggression, and it's something that 
we've alluded to in all the previews, uh, be it the season, be it on Penny for Your Thoughts, be it in game ones, that Giannis has been getting frustrated at the treatment he's been getting from other teams. That's where his headbutt or wherever else you want to call it came from, is his frustration at being played hard. We didn't do that last night. He was in control of us. Um, I, we always seem to be a step behind on him last night. See, um, it, it, I'm not going to say he had his best game because he didn't. I don't think that Milwaukee had their best game, but they looked more like a number one team uh, than they did in game one. I'd need to go back and look at game one, but I don't know whether you guys noticed this last night. When we played him on Tuesday, Yanis was getting the ball at the top of the key or the free throw line. He was looking to drive to the paint, wasn't he? And then we'd shut that off and he was having to kick out to yeah. the perimeter players. But last night he was setting up on the block and posting up deeper, which meant mm. our defense had to collapse a little bit deeper, which left them a little bit more space out wide. Also, they had more room. There was a couple of, I think Yanis posted up, he pivoted inside, we double team him and he just pop a little pass over the top and they had little layups for cutters coming into the lane. I felt like he played slightly differently last night. I don't think he was quite as perimeter orientated. I think he was playing a little bit deeper and that meant we had to be that little bit tighter defending the paint and I don't think that that's the adjustment that I saw last night. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And, you know, Clifford's going to have to make adjustments now, uh, try and play him harder um, and, you know, higher up the court. Hit him before he gets into the lane a little bit more. Like Paul yeah. said, we played him, we were standing off of him a bit too much last night. We need to put yeah. him under more pressure before he can get that deep. Um, Which is that, that aggression, isn't it? That that being on your, on your, on your player, getting in close to him, giving him no space to yeah. manoeuvre our defence round. Because once that guy gets rolling, you aren't stopping him. No. He's not, he's not been the MVP for no reason. And he's not in the conversation again for no reason. Exactly. He's a good, he's a good player. And we, you, everything that you're never going to stop him scoring 100% in a game. It's not going to happen. Mm. Um, all you can do is reduce his effectiveness. And that's what we did in game one. Yeah, That's what we did in game one. And we've got to do it again. Game three may be different because obviously it's looking more and more like we're getting Aaron back, doesn't it? Hopefully. Hopefully. Every, that's the thing of the playoffs, isn't it? Every game is completely different. Yeah. You, you play your game, make your, make your adjustments. See, uh, and Every game is different. Um, cool. Yeah. Right. Before we move on, um, if... You guys didn't know, uh, we are official affiliates with the NBA store and Fanatics UK. Um, if you want to get discount or buy any, any Magic or NBA merchandise on the NBA store, or if you go to Fanatics, you can buy NFL jerseys and everything else. Um, you can get 10% discount. All you've got to do is click on our links on our website, orlandomagicuk.com, and put in the uh, discount code MAGICUK10. Um, and you can get discount off of hundreds of items. There are some that are excluded, like the new uh, face masks, face coverings that we've all got. Um, so there we go. Uh, moving on then. So positives and negatives for the rest of the series. So I'm going to ask you both for two positives that you think 
we're looking forward to the, the adjustments or or changes or anything like that that we're going to make going into games three, four, five. Paul? Okay, positive. But uh, the main one for me straight away is the reduction in handling errors that we've had across those two games because they have been such a source of points for teams that we faced in the bubble. So getting our handling errors and the turnovers back down to such a low number, uh, what was it, 11 last night, I think it was? Mm. That was that's huge again. Um, and that is going to be a massive key to the remaining games that we have in this series. So that's a huge positive. The other thing I'm really happy to see is how we are getting to the free throw line. We've all criticised the Magic in the past for this, that we get teams into foul trouble and then we don't take advantage yeah. of being in the bonus and getting to the free throw line. Both games, we have had a lot of free throws and we are hitting a superb percentage of it. Those are massive points for us and it's a massive swinging points both dire in, in our direction from both those things. They're my two. Mm-hmm. G? Um, I'll go a little bit different to Paul. Um, the emergence and the returning to all-star level of a couple of players. So, yep. Butovic, obviously, yep. um, playing like he played last year, um, taking ownership um, as the you know franchise star man. Um, and then the emergence of two, well, you've got Markel Fultz, obviously. So we're all hoping, you know, he turns out to be an all-star caliber player. He's showing flashes, which is great. Um, but two diamonds in the rough, as I would call them. Um, Gary Clark, you know, he's coming in, giving a starters minutes, spreading the floor, um, signed as a 10-day contract back in January. So something for nothing. Um, and then James Ennis III, um, we gave up the second round pick. So I think that turned out to be pick 53. Um, and I'm just sort of looking at some of the Philadelphia fans in the UK and they're in disbelief. You know, they traded him and they could really use him given their fighting for a championship <clears throat> before, you know, Simmons is gone um, for a bag of chips, as I say. So my two positives are Vucevic returning to his form uh, emergence of these players um, and I guess the other thing is we're doing this without Isaac Gordon, Bamba Michael Carter-Williams we've got a lot um, of reserves there who we know can play superbly so um, you know this is just half a team player at the moment yeah. you stole one you- of mine uh, one, uh, the two for me, I'm going to say the Milwaukee turnovers. I think they had 19 or 20 last night. I don't yeah, feel 20. like we capitalised on their turnovers as much last night. We had the lead down to eight, didn't we? And we had, they had three possessions in the fourth quarter last night where we, got, we forced the turnover. And only on one of those three possessions, we turned it into points on the other end. Yep. That would have cut the game down to, what, four, five points possibly. Um, they would kill us. Yeah. Um, so I feel like Milwaukee are a high turnover team. If we can keep them, if we can keep forcing the ball out of their hands and making more of a uh, an effort on the other end, then I think that's going to go a long way. Um, and I also think the other positive, as I know D, uh, Garrett's already said about not, we're not playing with AG or MCW, 
we're also doing this. DJ's not, I think, DJ's not shooting the ball well. Evan's not shooting the ball well. Terence Ross isn't shooting the ball well. Last night, the three of them were combined for eight for 32 and only three of, four, three of 14 from three. So if we can get two or three of those guys back up to the level we know they can play at and, and start knocking down a few more shots, then that's going to help tighten things up as well, isn't it? Um, one negative, anything you guys think is not help is how can I, exp- how can I say it better? And anything you think we could do better that's going to make this, I've already, I've already took one out off of you there with DJ and Evan and that Paul. Mate, I, I know you've took out, you've said about DJ, but I am actually going to have DJ. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll Go explain why. I'll explain why. In game one, he was doing lots of dribbling, but we had more movement and he was finding players. He had a lot of assists. Last night, DJ was move, running about with the ball and there was a lack of direction. So I'm not actually going on the shooting side of things. I'm going on the court vision and um, his assist rates last night. Um, I think DJ looked out of sorts he didn't look the player that he can be um, controlling that second unit. And I think that was a big, big loss for us last night. Especially when he came off the bench in the first quarter. There was a few possessions. He just dribbled the air out of the ball. Yep, absolutely. He went to pass and he got off his feet and turned the ball over. There was a couple of possessions like that. Look, his his positive last night was um, 10 from 10 on the free throw line they were his only points Mm -hmm. they were his only points but as you've already said you already took the shooting side of things with Evan and uh, DJ and the rest of them but for me last night and if it continues it is a problem and that's DJ dribbling the ball um, into a corner as you've just said taking the air out of it That that was a big big source for us last night of problems Jane. And you know he's my favourite player on the team. <laughs> well, my negative is we haven't seen Melvin Fraser Jr. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to come up every week. Oh, God, I should have had that as a positive. <laughs> <laughs> he was playing well, in fairness. To... No, in fairness, um, you guys both picked up on it. Uh, it was Evan's play for me. Um, he just seems to be forcing things too much. Um, he knows he's coming up to uh, he's got a player option but he still needs to be showing that he can uh, he's capable of you know scoring 17, 18, 19 points a game Um, and he's forcing it and it just doesn't look natural at the moment so um, but that's just off off what you guys said I suppose the the only negative is uh, everyone is that um, last night was an opportunity we could be 2-0 up We'd shot the ball better. We could be yeah. two 0 up. Yep. So it's kind of a positive turn and a negative, but um, we had an opportunity, and nobody gave us a chance. So, yeah. Cool. Okay. Right. So we've got games three, four, and we've definitely got a game five. Uh, game three is on Saturday at six p.m. 11, uh, one Eastern time. Uh, 
Game four on Monday at half six in the UK, 1.30 Eastern time. And then game five will be on Wednesday. But I don't think they've announced the uh, tip-off time no, as of yet. No, they haven't yet. They so, haven't, no. so uh, gee, what's your predictions for games three and four? So we've got games three on Saturday and four on Monday. I can see us nicking one. I really can. The way we're playing against them, we stop Yanis. He gets into a couple of foul, bit of foul trouble. We hit our shots. We've got every chance. Every chance. So um, I'm changing my overall season for, uh, prediction for the series to 4-2 to Milwaukee. So you've heard it, heard it here first. Um, but it'd be interesting to see what Clifford does in terms of um, defensive schemes just to counter what Milwaukee changed yesterday. Um, and we've just got to hope that the boys start shooting the ball better. Um, not worry about it. Come in confident like they did in game one. Um, and hustle like they have been. And we've got every chance. Paul? Yeah, I've got a horrible feeling that um, game three is going to be like last year in the Amway, where we push, we play a really, really good game. We push them all the way and we have an opportunity and we come out with nothing. I, that being said, I do think that we can take one of these two games, but it needs to be, I think it re- genuinely needs to be the next one. I think it needs to be game three for us to have confidence going in. I don't want to see us going into game four like we did last year with our heads down because they've gone. We've yeah. gone last year as we went into the Amway for game four. So I'm going to say that, yes, we can take game three. After that, I think uh, they come out as a very, very wounded animal and, and you know, potentially hurt us. Yeah. There's definitely, a, there is definitely there. There's definitely a second win in there, in this for us, isn't there? there? Is. Yeah. 100%. You, you whether we get it <laughs> whether you get it's another thing you just can't shoot 12% in the first quarter you've got we we put G said this on uh, Instagram live last night you have got to start well if you get behind early which is exactly what we did then you're in trouble from the get-go aren't you so if, right. we, it's if that, we that's again up, isn't it yeah so like we said we've seen the best of the magic in game one I wouldn't say we've seen the worst of the magic because I still felt like we did alright last night for three quarters but that first quarter's huge. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one-one. I think Paul's right. I think if we're gonna win one, it's gonna be game three. If we if we lose game three, then I think we'll get another gentleman sweep. So that's yeah. what I'm going with. Right, this week's trivia then. So on oh, Tuesday, God. in the win over Milwaukee in game one, the Magic scored 122 points. The first part of the question is, what's the franchise record for the most points scored in a Magic playoff game? God. One, three, five. I'll say one, three, seven. Is that your final answers? Well, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of a hard question, mate, aren't they? I know. Mate, you're better in the world. You know full well I'm picking up a dart and throwing it. <laughs> <laughs> It's not as high as you th- it, it's not as high as you think it is. All right. Is it so, against Charlotte? I'll t- I'll, we'll go on to that in a minute. The the no, answer is actually 124. Really? Yeah. 
So they were they're only two points off the franchise record on Tuesday. Wow. Surprising, That's isn't it? So the, sec- so the second part of the question is, how many times have Orlando scored more than 122 points in a playoff game? We're going to have done it a lot of times now, aren't we? We just can't get over that one, two, five. Hey. You... I'm going to say go four for... times. Oh, I'm, go- I'm one under you, G. I was going three. All right. Well, you're both wrong. It's two. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Game one versus Boston in nineteen ninety five in the first round, the Magic won one twenty four to seventy seven. That was the franchise high. Shaq had twenty three points, eleven rebounds, two blocks, and uh, our friend Jeff Turner had eleven points, including two three uh, two threes. And the Magic went on to win that series three one. Uh, I'll send this one to G. See if he remembers. Can you remember, do you know what the second game was? Well, I think I. Guessed it as Charlotte. Um, no. No? No. It wasn't Charlotte. No. I thought it was the, was, the first was round season in 2009. Was it um, not against the Bucks? It could be. Can we give you the oh, answer? It could be game, that, three. Game, it could three be game, game three of 2001. Overtime. No. Yeah. No. no, still wrong. I went back on the Magic Archives earlier, so unless I've looked at it wrong, uh, it was actually Game 6 at the Pacers. Same season, 1995 Eastern Conference Finals, and they lost 100... Oh, no. It's once. One of us. I've already got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> how, are we, how are we going to get oh, it no. question master? Oh, no. <laughs> Sack the quiz master. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. Oh, good boy, Eric. Oh, yeah, Mikey. Uh, we'll get points for this, Paul. You get points. Yeah, that's it. It's a moral victory. So, <laughs> unless I've looked at this wrong, it's once. Oh, man. <laughs> so, actually, uh, there are... Uh, Do you want to uh, stop recording and we start again? Yeah, no, let's not bother. <laughs> I'll, just take the, I'll just take the grief. So, actually, yeah. it was just that game one against Boston in 95. So it's their yeah. second in franchise history, 20, 122 points in a game. Well done, Mikey. And there's your promo for this week. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why you shouldn't put me in charge. Eh? <laughs> Nightmare. Nightmare. Okay, cool. Uh, so we're going, are we all going 1 1 for the week then? Yeah. Let's yeah. Yeah. Cool. Positive mental hey. attitude. Jay, you normally have to go different, so you're not going to that we win both. No, I'll go game four win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love how you have to be different, pal. <laughs> cool. So that wraps up this one. Um, if you guys haven't already checked us out on Instagram, uh, something we started doing this week for the uh, playoff games is going on Instagram live before the games for, with some injury news and starting lineups and all that sort of stuff, giving you our uh, thoughts before the game. If we win, we'll be on there afterwards as well. Um, so you guys can check that check us out on there. Um, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Facebook too at Orlando Magic UK, um, and you can check out the website orlandomagicuk.com. Guys, any last thoughts before you want to go? All good here, mate. Uh, just let's say, simple two words. Go Magic. <laughs>